0: Hello and welcome to the FPL Frauds podcast. I'm joined today by Luke. You right, guys? Uh, no David today, he couldn't make uh, tonight's uh, episode. Uh, first of all, we'll be looking at England's past qualifiers, we'll have a look at last week. Um, there's been some news on some Dublin blank game weeks, so we'll have a look at that. Then we'll look at players to target for this week, captain options and uh, we'll round up with a few predictions for this week's games. Okay, um, looking over England's performances, uh, so far we've only played San Marino and Albania who aren't the best two teams, uh, no disrespect to them, but you can you can tell um, from it a bit of the attitude of some of the players and and uh, James Ward-Prowse was somebody that we were talking about um, and had played quite well in the game against San Marino, Luke. Yeah, I think I've been, um, in terms of England as a whole, I have been quite
1: not getting carried away, but I think we've... Kind of got the job done and given a bit of experience to some of those players that have played very well this Premier League season, but have sort of had question marks over them due to lack of international experience. So yeah, War Prowse has been one of them really fits that category. And nice goal, uh, took him the score, I think it was against against San Marino. Got a free kick that was very well saved and just uh, yeah looked comfortable. But um, I guess I guess you could say anyone would against San Marino, but it's just a good bit of confidence. No goals conceded in either game. And individual players look quite good.
0: Yeah, I think the player that played that ball into Game 4 Prowse for his goal was Ben Chilwell, who played very well. Um, he's in a real competition uh, with Luke Shaw, who also got an assist against Albania. And I think that could be a very interesting role um, for whoever Southgate goes for. I think Shaw's been probably the better player this season, but I think probably Southgate crossed up that bit more. it be interesting to see who he goes for. Um other players that did all right, uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin got a couple of goals against San Marino, did miss a few. Um, missed a real sitter on, on one, but he did respond with a couple of goals. Uh, obviously, Harry Kane scored. He also hit the bar. Uh, looked pretty good against Albania. Mason Mount got a goal, and he took that quite nicely. Uh, didn't he look. Yeah, no, yeah, Mason Mount definitely impressed. It was a very, very nice,
1: composed finish. I think also, um, I think John Stone got your first half against San Marino, and then got uh, the full game, I think it was, against Albania, and that sort of cemented his kind of slot in that probable starting eleven with Maguire. And uh, also Sterling sort of played a large part of both the games and looked quite uh, quite a key role, so maybe sort of that's looking like he's going to be one of Southgate's preferred options, uh, even though there's a lot of options attacking. seemed that Southgate seemed to yeah, show a bit of favour
0: towards him, and he had a decent couple of games. So Yeah, it was good to see that Pope, um, Maguire and Stones all played quite a lot of uh, quite a lot of minutes over these past games, so uh, I think that'll be the starting three. It seems uh, going forward, and I, w- I wouldn't be too displeased with that. I think keeping that solid that solid three in place um, does really help the defense to to be a lot stronger. Okay, now we'll have a look back to last week. It wasn't; it was quite a while ago now, um, so I just have to jog our memories and. We both had pretty decent weeks in the end. There was uh, not too many games. There was only four games and not too many players. But we did have some of the better players in there. And uh, I got 57 points in the end. How many did you end up with, Luke? Yeah, I um, only ended up with
1: 47 in the end. and took a minus four. But even despite that, I still got a nice healthy rank increase. I think went up about 40k to sort of 840k. So solid week. I can't be too annoyed about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I had a nice, a nice rank increase. I've gone from nearly 400k to 319k. So oh, that was pretty, yeah. yeah, that was pretty nice. Um, probably Client. the best you can hope for in one week. But yeah, I was, I was very much helped out by, by a few players. I, I think I only had, I had one, two, three, four, five, six. I had eight players, but then Bale didn't play, and too Far got a zero pointer. So it, it was on six players to get me the points, and. From then six players I had Veltman ten, uh, Dallas two, uh, Rafinha eight, Lingard twelve, uh, Harry Kane seven, but captain so I had fourteen and Bamford eleven. It was a very, um, a very good week for me in terms of getting returns from the players I had. A lot of other people might have had more players, but probably didn't have the same sort of um, standard of returns there. Who stood out for you then? Yeah, so actually I did have the same
1: Rafinha, Bamford, captain Kane, and also. I went on the Veltman punt, transfer to in and got a lovely ten points, a bit of a fortunate assist. But um, with the, the the disappointments for me was that obviously Bale, someone I brought in, didn't play. Son, I know it was it ne- was very unlikely, but he was still on my team, and it, you know he could have played, like which would have been a big boost, but he didn't. And then also I, I've got a Sue and Creswell double up, which some people might think is a bit stupid, but I've had Suval for a while and just brought in Creswell for the blank. But they both end up getting zero pointers with a booking and obviously conceding three against Arsenal. So, a bit of a nightmare, really, those two scoring zero. But um, overall, ranking freeze, I can't really complain. So
0: Yeah, it was it was tough for Bale. It's annoying that he didn't play, but I think the worry for me, I'm not wildcladding this week, I'm going to card the week after. The worry for me is that he doesn't play next week. He's, he's announced in the week that he doesn't want to stay at Spurs for another season. He wants to go back to Real Madrid and he was really using Spurs as a way to get fitness before um, the European finals this summer. So hopefully he he can still find a way into that starting eleven for this week. But if not, I, I've got a decent bench and a, and a decent team for this week, so it wouldn't be the end of the world. Um, anything else? I mean, there wasn't really much to talk about from last week. Captain Joyce, we, we both went for Kane. I think that even though it wasn't quite our best player, I think we're both we're pretty happy with that. Yeah, no, it's just good that you got a
1: goal in return.
0: You know, you can't really complain. He was a
1: safe choice and he, he delivered to some extent. Just on the bail stuff, I think, yeah, I'm, I would be a little concerned just because he, he played a fair amount of minutes for, for for Wales. Um, Obviously, Lucas played quite well in the recent games. And, yeah, I mean, I guess you're saying about the, the Spurs stuff, I, at the end of the day, it was a loan. Like, so I think he's quite entitled to, to want to go back to Real Madrid after a year of al- alone, like, I think. I don't think he would have set too many people, but yeah, I guess you'd never know of Mourinho, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a but strange yeah, thought... sort of announce in the middle of the year, isn't it? Um, and yeah, I guess. Real Madrid didn't exactly treat him the best while he was there, so you do wonder <laughs> yeah. if he's going back there to play football or to just play golf in the sun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, up of the uh, London weather. But...
0: <laughs> yeah. I think it's not been the nicest. But he's a Welshman. He should be used to that. Um, Okay, looking ahead now to upcoming blank and dual game weeks. These have been announced in the past, um, I think, few few hours, really. Um, And it's been announced that Spurs will have a double in game week 32. This is, uh, I believe, because of uh, them having a blank the week after due to the Carabao Cup final where they're playing Man City. Uh, Their double will be against Everton and Southampton. Um, for some reason, I'm not quite sure, but Palace blank in that week, <laughs> um, but they will get a double somewhere else down the line. Um, this, this, I'm not quite sure what this means for Spurs assets. I feel like it probably won't change too many people's thoughts on them because they will also they'll have players to come in off the benches. I think it, what it just means with these blanks and doubles, it just means that you should probably be rocking with. Um, a potential replacement on the bench, don't you think, Luke?
1: Yeah, Well, if I just quickly run through uh, the rest of the stuff we know. So in, in 33, obviously, it is the the Cowboy Cup final, uh, Spurs v City. So that means that Spurs City and their opponents of Southampton and Fulham were all blank, um, which could be of slight issue to some teams. And then also, just so I know that there's two more fixtures that have been postponed that are sort of yet to be rescheduled so these would create double game weeks which is for Palace v Southampton and Villa v Everton so I guess that's just useful stuff to help planning as to whether you think you should keep these guys in your teams and all but in terms of the the Spurs stuff as you asked um I'd say yeah I don't think it changes too much I think for the blank you know as long as you only have a, a couple of them or something you should have bench replacements um and obviously that you can profit Definitely off a double game week in which Kane would be probably Kane and Son would be the standout captain choices. And
0: yeah, I'd say most people will be going for Kane and Son as or, or Kane or Son, probably most people will go for Kane and then people will have Son or or maybe not. But I don't think it'll affect people too much as long as you have one or two players that can come off the bench, then I think you'll be fine for that week. Um, in terms of City, Southampton, and Fulham players. People that still have the wild card, which should probably be a bit wary of this. I don't think many people will go for Southampton players and Fulham, people will only probably go for a cheap defender out of that team. But Man City could be worth um, acknowledging that, especially if uh, Spurs are also blanking um, because you don't want to have too many players that are missing that week. Obviously, you could have, uh, say, Son and Kane for that blank and then transfer out Son, maybe go to... Um, go to a different player there uh, so you would avoid that but city probably not want to go too heavily on and definitely won't go for a triple up on city if you've got S- uh, son and kane because you'll you'll miss out on a couple of pitches and and you don't particularly want to be taking any unnecessary hits especially if you can plan towards it
1: yeah definitely definitely i think um yeah i think it may be time to move on to some of the city assets i think a lot of us have triple ups or well yeah i still have Edison Stones and Gunner. Well, obviously, I'm planning a wildcard in game of 31, but I just think with the amount of fixtures City still have in the uh, the League Cup, the FA Cup, and the Champions League, with sort of what seems to be Pep's tactic of prioritising those games, I worry about the minutes even more of uh, some of the of some of the uh, players
0: in the Premier League. Yeah, I do worry about that uh, as well. City aren't at the same. Um, same brilliant best that they were uh, when they were on that big winning run, and they do have some not too favourable fixtures. As obviously, nothing's a real bad fixture for a team like Man City, but they're not the most brilliant fixtures, and you can probably look elsewhere to find a more um, a more certain player to start. And you don't really want to be worrying about rotation, especially in, in weeks uh, in weeks where you might not have as many players playing. Um, okay, looking ahead to this current week that we're coming up to now uh, game week 30 um, a lot of people will be in the situation where they have a wild card maybe they're holding out for one week because of good fixtures this week and a lot of people will be looking to maybe transfer in just for this week so we're going to have a look at some players that are probably good to target um, and we'll start with the Chelsea game against West Brom and um, Will you be looking at Chelsea's defence mainly in this game, Luke? Yeah,
1: well, I think um, uh, despite the, the two-called Tom Bowl, as it's, uh, being called, I still think that Chelsea uh, are a very exciting prospect in FPL, and nothing comes better than West Brom at home. Um, so, the, they still haven't lost on the 2 call, I'm pretty sure, and they obviously went two legs in Atletico without conceding a single goal, so I think the defence is definitely their strongest asset, with at reasonable, reasonably cheap prices, so I think the standouts in that defense for me would probably be Mendy in goal, and then Rudiger as sort of the cheapest um, in that defense, and then Asby the Quetta as a, a guaranteed starter with a, a pretty much guaranteed starter with a bit more attacking potential. Um, so, and I think, yeah, defense is solid, but I think also in terms of I was looking at an attacking asset, I do think Mason Mount looks a good shout. Played well for England. Um, Tuchel seems to be played in most games
0: and he, he does look uh, threatening attack so what do you think about that So, Yeah I think Mason Mount's a really good shout and I, I think he's looked he looked very good this season and I do think that Chelsea will start to find their form in attack. I always do think that good teams are based on defence and as soon as the defence is, is strong then the attack does feed off the confidence that the defence has. If If the attack knows that they're not going to concede in a game they they just have the, the freedom and the um, the ability to just play for fun and know they're not going to lose the game. Even if they can't score early on, then they just know if they keep chipping away, they'll get a goal. And I think man's probably the most important player in that Chelsea attack at the moment. He, seems, he plays every game that's important and does play most games. Um, maybe with Chelsea in the Champions League as well, he might miss a couple, but I, I'd still expect him to play most games. He's, he's a young lad and he... He, uh, he's probably going to recover quite quickly. Um, touching on the defence, yeah, I think for me, if I was going to go for it, I'd probably go, I think, Mendy or Rudiger. I mean, Aspen Quetta plays a lot of games, but I think you can probably find better value. But if you are going for one week, maybe Aspen is the safest bet.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, it does sound good. I think Rudiger is pretty much confirmed, so for the price, he does look very good, I would agree. So, um, another good fixture is Leeds v Sheffield United. Obviously, Sheffield United, bottom of the league and recently got
0: beaten
1: 5-0 by Leicester and that Kelechi Iheanacho hat-trick. So, are there any Leeds assets you're looking towards, Sam?
0: Yeah, I think this could be a really good game for Leeds because in recent recent weeks, they've been a bit more solid defensively and I think this does lend itself to getting a, a defensive player in for Leeds. I think Dallas and Ayling have both looked good recently. Dallas, especially when he moves into midfield, is good. But Ayling also had one chalked off in the last game and and has looked more dangerous recently. I think he's been getting a bit more for, uh, far forward. Um, but obviously, the the main players you're looking at in, in the Leeds team are Rafinha and Bamford. Uh, I think Jack Harrison's been good recently, if you want to go for a bit more random one. Um, but yeah, for me, if I was going to go for one I... out of them, I think I'd go... I... <laughs> i go probably Bamford. Everyone's got him. But if you're going to look elsewhere, uh, more differential, not so much anymore. But Rafinha, I think, is is a great player. And I think he's one that uh, could be really important to have this week. Yeah, definitely.
1: I think, um, well, he's... He almost seems like he's he's more heavily owned, but he's actually only, I think, about 15% or something. Like, yeah. Not not huge, considering how much he's consistent in mean, getting points at such a cheap price. So, yeah, he's... he's Something that we both had for a while and both really liked it So, um, Another another good fixture, I guess, is uh, Spurs away at Newcastle. Obviously, Newcastle been struggling of late, slipping towards a relegation zone. Um, So, I think standouts of Kane and Son, anything to add to that, Son?
0: Yeah, I think as long as Son is... um, As long as Son is past fit by Mourinho, I'd expect him... I'd expect him to start and probably look quite dangerous in this. As we were touching on Bale earlier, I think it's a worry for people who own him. I do own him. and I'm not going to transfer him out. I don't see any point in doing that. Because as long as you've got a decent player on the bench, I think he should be all right. I think Kane's a really important uh, own for this week. And I think he could be a lot of people's captain. Um, We'll touch on captains later on. But I think Kane is a a really good player. I I wouldn't go near the Spurs defence because again the, the rotation risk and they're not strong enough for me. They had a game earlier in the season against Newcastle and they're considering in the ninety fourth minute, I think, to lose a clean sheet in that and, and tie the game. Um Newcastle tied the game later on. So yeah, I wouldn't look at that, their their defence. I look at Kane, I look at Son if I was gonna go for a more random one. I don't I can't remember if I mentioned it on the podcast last week but um or the other week. But I did mention it uh, before the game and I did mention Lucas Moura um, to you Luke and he yeah, ended up yeah, getting yeah. an assist and a, part of me did wish even before the game that I'd gone him instead of Bale because I, I'd seen him play pretty well the previous week and he ended up getting an assist and a few bonus as well so I'm, I'm sort of sad that I didn't go for that but, but I didn't really think give it enough thought I think I've, I left my chances too late and then panicked a the dad. but uh, yeah I think he could be a good player <coughs> uh, a good one to look at and um, other other def- um other games I'd look at uh I'd look maybe uh, to target against Palace um sometimes their defence can go a little weak and Everton attackers could be okay I think if James is back he adds an extra element to that Everton attack um but yeah other than that probably not too many Everton assets maybe Deanier. He's a very good attacking full-back and I think we are pretty high up on the, the crosses and chance created in recent weeks. Uh, other than that, uh, would you be looking at Southampton against Burnley? Uh, they've looked a bit better in the past couple of games.
1: Yeah, I think, um, yeah, not... Che Adams, I guess, is, is someone that's come into a bit of form. Obviously, we've both owned at some point in the season. Neither of those times He's played particularly well. For us. Um, uh, but yeah, I think he's got a bit of form recently. Got a couple of nice goals. And also, James Will Prowse, I think um, uh, they look very good for England. Uh, got those direct free kicks, got those corners for assists. And I think, yeah, he's, he's someone that's quite well owned, but he's is, uh, is definitely coming into a bit more form as that whole Southampton team is. Um, and also, another couple of potential options uh, from the other teams. I've looked at, I think, Diego Giotta. Um, scored last time against uh, Wolves and uh, even though he's got an Arsenal away, I think I wouldn't be against getting him in this week, I think he's got, Liverpool got very good long longer term fixtures after this Arsenal game and I think he he looks likely to start and looks very dangerous coming back from his injury and also Jack Grealish is supposed to be back for Aston Villa, he obviously is a huge part of that side and they walked Fulham at home which you would ex a form played a reasonably well of late, but you would expect Villa to do well in that game. Potentially, Griezlis coming back will help the likes of Ollie Watkins and even Matt Target and Emi Martinez in the defence because I think he just improves that whole Villa team. So, yeah, I think that's all I've
0: looked at for this week ahead. If you got anything else, yeah, I Greedys, yeah, I think Greedish really does give a. he just his work rate really. Energizes the whole Villa team, and I think they all they'll work off him. His pressing from the front gets the whole team moving. Him and Ollie Watkins are really good at it, and it it really it shows when he plays or when he doesn't play that Villa can sometimes look a bit lackluster. I think Jota's a good a good option until the end of the season, and one that I'll definitely be considering for my wild card next week. I think he's one that um, he's one that at the value he is can't really go wrong. Um, players like Sallow. Fernandez, Son. They could be seen as a risk due to the price, but with Jota being so cheap, he's less than 7 mil, and and, uh, the form that he was posting earlier in the season before he got injured, if he can get anywhere near that again, I think he could be a a very good player to have. Yeah, I mean, Jota's going to be one of the first names
1: in my wildcard team, I think. I'm very, yeah,
0: definite for me. Yeah, for sure. I think. Now, if we, if we move on to looking at some captains, um, I think there's a few good good picks this week. Obviously, last week she was laughed. a bit of a struggle to find a good captain pick, but there's a lot of good picks. And I think the first one we got to mention is Kane or Son against Newcastle.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'd be a little bit cautious with Son. Just check uh, for the press conference on Friday. Um, so I'd probably prefer Kane over Son if, if you have both. Um, obviously, Harry Kane just seems to be chipping away the goals, despite the fact that Spurs aren't playing particularly well. He's still getting points, and I, I think he's got a good chance of scoring against Newcastle. I think, he's got a good chance of scoring in any game, and uh, yeah, I think Newcastle is a good fixture for him. So he's a safe, he's a safe one, isn't he? He's going to be heavily captained again, like he was in a blank, and yeah, he's not going to climb you loads of ranks because some people have him, but I think it's a very safe option and.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think especially against Newcastle, they've been not very good recently. They've they've really been struggling. They've had a few injuries. They've made a start. They've not had Callum Wilson. They've had injuries to Almiron, Saint Maximin, and they've sort of been sort of just moving along slowly. They've not been impressing at all. They've 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 scored two in the last four games. I'm looking here and. Coffee and got a feeling they were both Jamal LaSalle's. Which, yeah, yeah. They, yeah they it's yeah. something that, yeah, it's okay if you're winning, but when you're not scoring goals, them sort of goals, they're not going to continue to happen. And they'll dry up. And if they dry up, then they're not scoring. And uh, and if they're not scoring, then it's like they're, they're not putting much pressure on Spurs. And so Spurs will dominate this game, I presume. And uh, if Spurs are dominating, then it's tough to look past Kane, Right, Sorry, guys, that it just cut out there. Uh, but we'll look ahead. Obviously, we are just talking about Kane there. Um, we'll look ahead uh, at Bruno is another good captain choice. He's got a home game against Brighton. Uh, will you be looking at Bruno this week, Luke? Um,
1: I think it's a possibility. Uh, I think at the moment, I have got the captain on Kane, but I think Fernandez can always get points. Um, I think Brighton have had a bit of a resurgence of late to so put uh, together a, a few couple of... Uh, Good results, um, but obviously it was obviously controversy when, in this reverse fixture uh, at Brighton that Fernandez got a VAR penalty after the final whistle, um, and so sort of scored a penalty after full time, which is obviously <laughs> quite funny. Um, so yeah, I think he's a, another safe, safe choice. Um, I think as far as much as Bruno's always a, always a captain option, isn't he? Um, so yeah. I think looking elsewhere, I think potentially Bamford, Sheffield United at home, do you think?
0: Yeah, I, th- I think this could be a really good fit, If you want to take a bit of a risk here and go for a Bamford or a Rafinha against Sheffield United in the last league game, I think it was against Leicester, they they lost 5-0 and, and did not look good at all. I mean, they've played Chelsea in the Cup since and gave them a pretty good fight. Uh, end up losing 2-0 but that was 1-0 for a lot of that game Um, so it's not too bad against a Chelsea team that have been in good form but I don't expect to see much Sheffield United uh, pressure here and I do expect them to probably fall to a to a pretty embarrassing defeat and I expect this to be two or three at least and I think if they do get that many goals then I think Bamford or Ophina will be involved Um, so it could be worth taking a punt on one of them too uh, other options, um, more differential. Because I think um, one thing to say, I think this week is a week to look at avoiding Salah and look at avoiding Man City assets altogether, don't you think?
1: Uh,
0: yeah, I, thought, uh, I wouldn't look at Salah. He just hasn't been playing well in a free season. I think
1: the only si- Kevin De Bruyne, I would if I had him on my team I obviously don't. Um, but he'd be the one City player I'd look at. Way at Leicester could still do some damage, but any of the others are definitely yeah. not the one for me or any of the defence. So maybe De Bruyne, if you fancy it, if you fancy that, but
0: yeah, yeah, it's tough to go against De Bruyne when he's in this sort of form. He got a lovely finish against Wales in the uh, Europe in the World Cup qualifying, I think it was. Um, so yeah, he's carried his form on into international duty Um, a couple of differential captains we've put down here are. Mason Mount against West Brom, a tough one to go for, but we think he'll probably start and West Brom haven't been brilliant and an early goal for Chelsea could really break West Brom and there could be a few going here. Um the other one we've gone is Dominic Calvert Lewin against Palace. He's got a couple for England. Um he's been in pretty decent form of late. And do you think that he could be uh, one to look at against Palace who I know for sometimes having a shaky defence. Yeah, well obviously they uh
1: badly crumbled against Liverpool, but they've also, yeah, do have a tendency to concede a few at times. Um, as you very well know, having in your team <laughs> for a long period of the season. Um so yeah, I think DCL decent for England scored last time out against Burnley, I think it was. Um yeah, purely it's, it's a good fixture and I think out oh, of DCL and Mount if, if I probably had there towards DCL as a best differential of the week.
0: Yeah, okay, well, talking about uh, captain, I think we'll just have a look, a quick look towards this week's teams, and I've gone for captain Kane at the moment. I've got the vice on Bamford, and uh, I'm probably going to put it on, on Bamford and keep it on him. Um, I think Kane will play anyway, so I don't think it'll matter, but I'll probably go Bamford as vice over Fernandez, um just because... <laughs> I don't know. If I was being safe, I'd probably go Fernandez. But um, I think it's at the point of the season where you just got to take a, a couple of risks sometimes. Um, so, but I mean, I say that, but I'm captaining Kane, who's probably going to be the most captain <laughs> yeah. player this week. But, uh, uh, yeah, you got to you got to make make uh, some pressure decisions uh, sometimes. But sometimes it's just it's just best to go with a pack, and I think Kane's probably the best captain choice there. Um, I've got a pretty strong-looking team this week, actually. I've got Gaeta in net against Everton, who is probably the player that I'm looking at maybe taking out for Mendy um, of Chelsea and uh, his game against West Brom. So, I think that could be a really good game. Defence is probably the weaker place. I've got Souffar against Wolves, uh, Cancelo against Leicester, Dallas against Sheffield United, which is a good game. Um, What's your defence looking like this week? Uh, Is it looking pretty similar to mine. Yeah, it is actually to be fair. So, at the moment, I've got Edison in
1: net, um, Stones, Ailing, and Creswell. Um, so, obviously, you've, well, you've gone through all those fixtures. Um, and then also, I've got Soufal, personal bench in case Stones gets rotated. Um, and I guess also potentially looking at taking out Stones for a Chelsea defender as my possible transfer, although I may use that on Son if he is not fit. So, yeah
0: bit in the works at the moment yeah um I think that Chelsea defense is one to target long term and could be good this week as well okay moving on to my midfield I have benched Ilkay Gundogan at the moment against Leicester but he might come in against uh, if Bale doesn't play against Newcastle um in my midfield four I've got Bale against Newcastle I've got Lingard against Wolves uh Bryson uh I've got Fernando has <laughs> <I've> got Brighton. <laughs> that, that way around. Uh, Rafinha is against Sheffield United. Um, and I've, Obviously, I've got the double up of Rafinha and Bamford against Sheffield United. I think that could be really good. I've then got Calvert-Lewin against Crystal Palace and Harry Kane, captain, against Newcastle up top. Uh, so... Uh, uh, yeah, are you going to captain Kane, Luke, and what's your midfield and uh, strikers looking like for this week? Yeah, so at the moment I've got
1: captain Kane
0: and... At the moment I've got Vice and Fernandes,
1: but I think it's between him and Bamford. Maybe even Rafinha, but yeah, probably Fernandes and Bamford, I think. Um to make this mid sitting on Friday before the deadline. So I've got midfield four of Bale, Rafinha, Son and Fernandes, and then attack of... Bamford, Captain Kane, and Watkins, who has got Fulham. And then, obviously, Son is still in a I've got Gundogan first on the bench, who would be a adequate replacement. Or I could choose to transfer out Son for the likes of Mount or or someone else in the field. So, yeah, pretty happy with the team this week. Looks fairly strong going into a game week 30... 30, is it now? Game week 30? And I, I was looking yeah, for the 30. wild card into 31 to the last last time, some of these players will be on my team. So, yeah,
0: oh, all looks good. Yeah, it should be good. Obviously, Wildcard will come in next week, and I I think it could be quite a quite a drastic change for the team, and I think there's a few players that will stick in there. I think Kane will stick in there, and maybe Bamford, probably Rafinha, Fernandes will stay. Um, I might even stick with Lingard. I think he's been good recently, and and could continue to be good, but we'll discuss that in more detail next week and uh, uh, when we go into wildcards and and we'll probably go over sort of the best wildcard team that we we collectively decide on. Um, But yeah, hopefully this week can just be another decent week, solid week. We're not asking too much, we just just want to keep ticking along and and kind of slowly improve our ranks, don't we?
1: Yeah, I think we've uh, both got some good I guess, I mean, Quite probably quite a lot of you have good fixtures this week because obviously it's the sort of the game week. Twenty nine teams have got good fixtures again this week, which is why it's kind of the sort of the FBL Twitter have been suggesting that to delay the wild card a week. So yeah, uh, teams looking good. Just a couple of early wild card thoughts, just just in case anyone's uh, thinking of doing it this week. i say for me personally, um, maybe Jota, Chelsea defender, and Chelsea defender looks essential and. Wolves' defense. Wolves have got yeah.
0: incredibly good fixtures, so that's maybe one to look at. Just if you're wildcarded this week, yeah, I think no, they're good tips. I, I would say, don't be too scared of of going for a Liverpool player. Um, Nat Phillips is one that we've discussed. Uh, mostly, and he's very cheap and played games recently um, in the Premier League, and uh, he could be one to maybe just take a take a risk on if you if you're getting a fifth defender as a cheap defender get him he's he's pretty much as low as uh, lower prices you can get isn't it yeah
1: I think he's I think he's still four mil last time I look so I mean yeah I mean you can only pay what well, 3.9 for the cheapest so if you're looking for that if you, you, yeah certainly if you're wanting a non it's to spend 3.9 on your final defender then I'd definitely look for paying for for that now Phillips because Liverpool have got very good fixtures and I think I mean, we've been thinking this for a while that surely they've got to turn their form around, but I, th- I think the fixtures, we really will see a change in form. So, yeah, I think Nat Phillips and even potentially some of the more expensive assets of of Trent and Sallow, I think you'd have to have a good think about it, but I wouldn't write them off, as, as I am going to say.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, well, we'll have a quick look through this week's upcoming fixtures, and I think we'll just do a quick prediction, maybe. We'll just... We'll just go through the game and then say who we think is going to win. Uh, We won't go into too much detail. Uh, But I think Chelsea-West Brom, I think we'll probably get both go Chelsea on this one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Next up, Leeds against Sheffield United. I I think Leeds probably won't have any troubles here. But uh, do you you see otherwise? Or are you the... the Yeah, no. I think uh, pretty straightforward Leeds win, I would say. Yeah, Okay. Well, The next game is a bit more... um, Bit more of an interesting one. It's Leicester against Manchester City, and City have struggled away at the King Power in recent times. And Leicester have been in some uh, some weird form. They've they've been missing missing a couple of players, but they they did get a win against United in the cup, so they they should be pretty confident. And potentially with Madison back in this one, it uh, could be a tough game for City.
1: Yeah, I, I think um, I think it'll be a close one. I could easily see a. Sort of a, a two-one for for either team, to be honest. I will, obviously, as a City fan, um, I guess, got to stay confident. So I'll go for like a,
0: a two-one City win. But I could easily see a draw, yeah. or I think it'll be tight. Basically, yeah, I think I'm going to go for a draw on this one. I think I'll probably go one-all, um, maybe two-all. Yeah, I'll go one-all, but I could see, I could see a few goals in this one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Arsenal versus Liverpool quite a tough one to say because Arsenal have been playing quite well. Liverpool haven't been on great form, but I'm still going to back Liverpool. I'm going to say 3-1 Liverpool in this one.
1: Yeah, I agree for something like that. I think Arsenal have looked good of late, but they they sort of have done that period of season. They've looked good for a couple of games. Everyone gets excited about them and then they go back to the same old same old Arsenal. So, yeah, I'd, I'd back Liverpool like Liverpool in this one, but I hope
0: it will be high-scoring. Yeah, hopefully it could be a good game to watch that one. Um, yeah, definitely. next up, Southampton versus Burnley. Two teams that have sort of been dragged towards relegation, but Southampton have won, have won the last game, I think. So I think they've dragged just away uh, away from it a bit. Um, I don't, I don't really know here. I probably say Southampton have looked okay in the past couple of games, and we'll be riding off the confidence of that FA Cup win that they had. So I'm going to go Southampton in this one. Um, but yeah I think it could be quite close yeah
1: no I think um, Southampton have kind of turned their form around of of late and Burnley are solid but yeah
0: I'd, I'd go to Southampton for this one yeah I think a lot of these games seem pretty straightforward there's not too many tight games this week and for me Spurs promptly win the next one they've, they've struggled in some games recently but I don't see anything but a Spurs win and as well as her.
1: Yeah, no, I, yeah, I'd, uh, yeah. I can't. I can see a
0: two, three, four to 0 maybe for Spur That I, I do think they could well get their confidence back from this game. Yeah, and then Villa against Fulham could be a tougher game for Villa than than expected. And I'm gonna go for a one or draw in this one. Um, I think Villa might struggle to break that full defence down. It depends, obviously if they have Grealish, I think Villa will win. But if Grealish doesn't play or has to come off the bench, then um I'm yeah, I'm gonna go with a draw.
1: Yeah, I know, as Fulham have have played well of late there uh they're a hard working team, so I think yeah, I'm still gonna about Villa, I just think the Grealish impact will Yeah, we'll just really lift the whole team, notch the attack so I think it'll be a tight, tight game but I think just the middle one
0: Yeah, uh, Manchester United versus Brighton, we mentioned how Brighton have been looking a bit better in the recent weeks but I think United will have just about enough here, um, I think probably a Bruno Fernandes penalty or or a, a Bruno Fernandes assist, are, are probably he'll do something in this game I reckon and I think that'll be just enough to get United to a uh, one two goal win. Um, I don't think it'll be anything spectacular, but I think they'll they'll win this.
1: Yeah, you know what? Since I've gone with a favourite in just about every fixture so far, I'm going to say a draw. I think yeah, I could um, see that. Brighton, yeah, Brighton are the sort of side their of potential to, to nick points. Like they obviously, there was a sort of I think it was a, th- a three two, so they were very unlucky obviously in the reverse fixture. Um, so yeah, I think
0: I could see Brighton having a. Yeah, go on, I'll give it a drill. Yeah. OK, the next game, Everton versus Palace. Now, is Zahar back? I think he... Like, game... Oh, I'll be...
1: I think... He... Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, he was back last yeah. game. Yeah, definitely, because he, um, he, he stood. Because uh, he was... Didn't want to take the knee. Oh, for the, yeah. Uh, Um yeah. yeah, for that. So, yeah, yeah, Everton was...
0: Palace, this is... Everton aren't very good at home against these smaller teams in recent times, but Part of just doesn't see Palace winning, so I'm going to go with Everton. Yeah, oh, I don't know. Obviously, we said about
1: DCL um, in the captain's options. And, but Everton, they lost to Fulham at home. They lost to Burnley last time out. So, I'm going to go for a draw here again, I think. Um, hopefully, you see a bit of an underdog Palace getting results. So, yeah, I'll go for a draw.
0: Yeah, and I think the last game, Wolves against West Ham... I think most people will back West Ham here. But I'm gonna go for a oh, I'm looking for a Wolves win. I think they'll win at two one. Um I think they've looked better recently. I, I fancy them to to finally find the um to show a bit of something. I think they've looked better in defence and if Neto can get some support in that attack I think they could get a few goals and and uh I think I think it was it um, Liverpool, they played quite recently where they they really did play very very well. I think if they play, like yeah, that, yeah,
1: they could just um, win this. Well, yeah, because obviously it was the uh, the Liverpool game where Patricio uh, got injured, so presumably uh, John Roddy will be uh, John Rudy will be playing between the sticks, which is nice for him to get a bit of a chance because I think um, he was their sort of he was one of their best players in the Championship promotion season, and they bought Marie Patricio and he's barely been able to play, so I think that'd be nice for. Nice, for Ruddy to get a few games, um, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna go for West Ham. I think they obviously they collapsed against Arsenal really quite badly, but the way they explode out the blocks with Lingard back in the team, obviously after missing the United game, the, the Lingard just looks great. So, obviously, you'd love to see that for your team, Lingard get on the score sheet. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna go for I think it'll be a good game to watch, but West Ham win,
0: yeah, I think it could go in, maybe a draw, even. Um, so, yeah, that's. That's uh, this week's... Cover all options. (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) It could be a draw, it could be a loss. Um, But yeah, this week's deadline is on the Saturday. It's 11 o'clock. So that's pretty nice. You don't have to get your team sorted by Friday, at least. So hopefully... Uh, One thing that I did notice last week with the captain choices, I think a lot of people forgot um, to change their captains because Fernandez and Salah both had, um, I think, 900 and um, captains on, on a week cool. where they weren't playing. Yeah, it's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, so hopefully, I mean, obviously they're both playing this week, so uh, they will get more points <laughs> than they did last week. Um, I just <laughs> hope they had advice on somebody that actually played. Um, yeah, hope so. Or well, maybe hope not. Average, yeah, true. <laughs> but <laughs> then I guess if somebody's forgetting the captain choices and there. Probably not listen to this podcast for one. Probably not. <laughs> no, definitely. <For> two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, true. but yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we can uh, both have a good week, and uh, we'll uh, see you next week. Um, check out the uh, FBL students TikTok page, where we'll hopefully be getting back to posting more regular content on that as we get back into the game week. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.